Welcome back, all you crazy mother lovers. It is Last Call at McLaren's How I Met Your Mother podcast. I am Josh here with my bro, John. What up, sir? Not much, man. You? I'm I'm excited to uh, talk about some How I Met Your Mother. It's a special episode today. Yeah, it is. This is the quinceanera for our uh, episodes. Uh, Technically, that was last episode. Is it? I thought it was happened on 16. No, it's on 15. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I had that note written down here and I oh nonsense. Yeah. Hmm. Oh man, that's funny. Whoo-wee. <clears throat> so yeah, well, uh if you fucking 16 to our episodes. If you guys would like to see a quinceanera, <laughs> go back and watch uh, or listen to Game night. <laughs> that was I'm so hard right now. I got tears <laughs> out of my eyes. Oh, but yes, this is the sweet sixteen, and I think it's even. I think that I think that works better because it's so sweet that it's named Cupcake. Oh, so this is definitely cupcake. the sweet sixteen, season one, episode sixteen, Cupcake. Uh, yeah, man, uh, we get some more into the uh, story of Ted and Victoria here. Victoria. You know? <laughs> That's right. I find it interesting that uh, we only get, what, four episodes of Victoria before she goes yeah. off to Germany. Like, it, it, and, and the thing is, she is by far, outside of Tracy, like the top pick. For for and oh. we we did a poll right here on our yeah. Twitter page, you know, and it was it was overwhelming that it was that it was her and even even ashley williams uh liked the the post like the you know what i mean yeah. and, uh, well the funny I think thing she is, retweeted is, it too if you think about it victoria's <laughs> only in four episodes in this season handful like a, a another small small handful in second season and then well, she's gone technically she would be in f- at least five because she's at the end of the wedding technically oh uh, you're right you're right and do they not show her while she's in Germany? I mean, they do, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they show her a handful of times when she's in Germany. But I'm talking about in season one. Because there's, uh, they might. there's still a handful of episodes. I left. mean, either way you look at it, though. <clears throat> it's not very she, much. Overall, her entire story arc from beginning to finish, when, like, they, like, I'm talking all the way through to season nine. She's yeah. probably in, like, 15, 20 episodes max. Yeah. But that's more than most of the women in Ted's life. That is true. It, you but know? when you think about that, and she keeps season, coming back. Then she come yeah. back three, what three times, right? Yeah, yeah. Because there's this she run. Or, then yeah. she comes back from Germany, and they try to date a little bit. Then, yeah. And then, and then the wedding thing. The wedding. Yeah. Which yeah. honestly, I love that they kept bringing her back. Yes, I love but that. I have to say, my favorite of them all is the second run after Germany. Okay. Because honestly, I'm not going to lie. I hate the breakup during the wedding. Yeah. Because then you get like the whole Klaus angle and all that shit. Which, and I'm like. He is funny. I think it's. I, see, uh, I, don't, I don't really Tom, find him. Funny. Tom Felton, I think is his name or something like that. But I love that actor. He's hilarious. Yes. <clears throat> he is hilarious. I don't find Klaus funny. Oh, yeah. Klaus is kind of annoying because of it. Like, we'll get there down the road but when you know he moves in with them and everything it's just like this what is going on here yeah like 
come on, this this should not be happening. But yeah, but we're not here to talk about Klaus. No, no, we are here to talk about Victoria, uh, specifically this episode called Cupcake, which aired March 6th of 2006, directed by Pamela Fryman and written by uh, the duo of Susie uh, Mammon Greenberg and Maria Ferrari. Uh, this Ooh. is their first episode together. Uh, this is Susie's only episode, Susie uh, Mammon Greenberg's only episode of the show. However, she did go on uh, to produce and executive produce this whole show throughout the entire run. Nice. Um, so like, I, I'm assuming she just wanted to take a crack at writing, and so she did. Um, and... <laughs> While Maria went on to uh, also write and produce most of the Big Bang Theory after this. Oh, nice. Yeah, she did a couple of episodes, uh, I think, uh, you know, outside of this. But, yeah, she went on. She she did she did the Big Bang Theory, which I thought was interesting. Um, so, you know, some they may not be big time in the writer's room necessarily of this show. But, you know, Susie Big, obviously, in the show uh, behind the scenes. Uh, as a producer, and then Maria going on to do one of the biggest sitcoms of all time. You know, all I think time. I think that uh, that says a little bit about about their their talents. They're at least some somewhat. I don't know. Uh, so uh, the summary for this one: Ted and Victoria must decide the future of their relationship when she is offered a fellowship in Germany. Barney takes Marshall to buy a new suit while Robin and Victoria accompany Lily to try on wedding dresses. Yep. Yeah. All right. So uh, future Ted starts the episode off saying that good relationships should come naturally. He says things with him and Victoria were uncomplicated, uh, were, were complicated, which was, or no, were uncomplicated, which was great. Um, they started off really good. You know, they started off really kind of, you know, in, in a great place. Like he says here, uncomplicated, but it got complicated real quick. Facts. Um, like we said, he, she was only on the show for a literally handful of episodes before this happens. Um, and I, and it makes me wonder, cause like we talked about in drum roll, please. Uh, if they hadn't gotten that back nine pickup, that was going to be it. She was going to be the mother and that was it. Yep. But then they got the pickup. And then just three episodes later, they're sending her off to Germany. And it always made me wonder why. Like they could have they could have ran with her for for a while. Oh, she yeah. could have been a solid, solid run relationship. And then something else could have happened down the line. I always wondered why it was so short lived. Well, you um, know that- what would have been an awesome ending to the season. Is they they end season one with Lily leaving Marshall, yeah. Which is funny. which is wild that that happens at the end of season one. Like, yeah, think about it. But think yeah. about this: it would have been really funny if that would have also been the exact same episode where it would have been like the double breakup. Essentially, it would have been Lily yeah. and Marshall, and then Victoria could have boarded the plane for Germany. Then, yeah, dude, that would have been great because yeah, they they like to kind of pair what they're doing in the storylines a lot of times. I mean, yeah. not always, but a lot of times they do. Um, and that would have been an awesome kind of mirroring of what's going on between the, the you know, I think the only reason they didn't do that was, is because Ted is a big reason why Lily and Marshall get back together. That's true. And they That's would have true. had to have relied on each other through that breakup. And Barney yeah. would have been the only one to have steered them. 
and Barney wanted to steer them in the path that neither one of them would have gotten back together. That's true. That, yeah, you, you are probably right there. But uh, still, it would have been neat. It would have been a nice little, nice little yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, all right. So we see Ted and Victoria in the kitchen making some cupcakes. Uh, though Ted's are not fully cooked, and she no, uh, he playfully liquidy. puts like a straw in one because they're still liquidy. And oh, uh, you disgusting. know, and they laugh, you know. So it's like it's showing how kind of good their relationship is at the moment. Yes, you know, they're having a good time with one another. Uh, we saw that at the end of last episode, you know, uh, in that like that last moment with them, where she puts the fake vomit on his, you know, yeah. in front of his door, and they laugh and kiss, and, and it's, things seem good. At, right, right now. Uh, then we see Marshall in the living room. Uh, and he's coloring his butt. He is because he has a, a hole in his slacks and uh, doesn't have the money to buy a new pair. So uh, at this point, Barney comes in. He tells Barney he's got a big interview uh, and that this is his only suit. And we learn this is where we learn that the job is uh, actually an unpaid internship at the NRDC. Uh, which is Marshall's dream company to work for a place that comes back later on in, in the series as well. Uh, Barney offers to take Marshall to his personal tailor who does the really sad. For third the cost. I'm, I'm really sad though, because this is a random fucking tailor because later on we learn that his personal tailor is none other than Dallas star, Tim Gunn. Yeah, man. Wait, Dallas star. Wasn't he from Dallas? I, I mean, I don't, think so he's like one of those uh uh like what's it's like tlc or or whatever where it's like you know you're it's one of those reality show type things where uh you know it's like say yes to the dress type of a show i don't know if he's specifically on that one um i never watched dallas so i don't know if he's on that huh Huh, you talk about the episode for a second because now I've got a Google search. <laughs> yeah, because if that's if that's the case, I'm man, pretty that, sure, but I could be wrong. That's a whole different thing. Um, Hold on. <laughs> you, you talk episode and I'll chime in. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, this tailor does uh his work for one third the cost, but we don't know what that cost is gonna be. We find that out a little bit later. Marshall, however, he's not interested, you know. He he says, yeah, this will be fine. He doesn't want to, to go with Barney anywhere, pretty much. I don't think he really trusts him. Even though they're friends, I don't really think he trusts him all that much. Would you? Probably not. Uh, and then Barney just grabs, uh, I think, like the pocket of Marshall's pants and just rips. Ooh, he, like, shreds them. Yeah, man. And there is no saving those pants. So he's left with no other choice than to agree to go to Barney's tailor. Uh, so let me head to the bar and Victoria enters and joins Lily and Robin who are uh, doing a little bit of wedding planning there, uh, specifically dress shopping. Uh, and I noticed that they liked, I, I noticed that they like to sit Robin and Victoria next to one another a lot. We talked yeah. a bit about how um, they kind of pinned Ted between them in the last episode. Uh, and in this episode, they've got, the two of them sitting next to one another, which kind of, again, shows that, uh, you know, these are the two at conflict here, you know, that the, the two sides uh, yeah. of, all, of what's going on uh, with Ted really, because he is the main star of this show. Uh, did you find anything out yet? Uh, I, I am wrong. You, you were correct. What the, what, what's the show that he was on? 
Uh, he's been on his his acting IMDb is Ugly Betty, Drop Dead Diva, Sex in the City Two. He was in the Smurfs <laughs> with uh, with Neil Patrick Harris. That's funny. Teen Spirit, The Cleveland Show, Sesame Street, Family Guy, How I Met Your Mother, Inside Amy Schumer, The Real O'Neills, Zoolander, Nightcap. Uh, not nothing. It might have been dropped at Divas that I was thinking of. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure, but he's yeah. produced a few things. Yeah, but okay. I was wrong. I I thought he was on. Oh, he he was producer on Project Runway. That I think that's what it was, Project Runway. Okay, which so then makes make sense because you know it's about clothing and stuff. Well, so, then my apologies. For some reason, I thought Tim Gunn was on Dallas. That's okay. I mean, Barney refers to him as being like former TV star. That's and I'm, yeah. I think Barney might say Dallas in an episode. Oh, I don't know. I mean, when we get there, I guess we'll we'll have to take note and, and, and see what he says. Uh, but yeah, I, I I never watched Dallas, so I had no idea one way or the other. To be honest with you. My apologies. Um, that's all right. Uh, so we find out it is the two-month anniversary for Ted and Victoria. Yep. Uh, Robin gets real passive-aggressive here toward Victoria, kind of hiding behind the, her humor and, and fake friendship and all of this stuff. Uh, yeah. Really just kind of going at her. And we talked about how in the last episode how uh, she kind of gets worse in this episode. Yeah. And we're seeing that, like, right away. We're, we're seeing well, her just... And it's really funny, because when you think about it, okay, so it wasn't it wasn't Drumroll Please. I believe it was the episode right after that. Ted does the recap of, like, you know, the first month of a relationship. It's all first. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, and they recap Yeah, that, that was uh, Zip, Zip, Zip. Yes. And, like, it's all the first weekend. Yeah. So that whole weekend for them is, like... They're like their first month, but it's not their first month, you know, essentially. And it's kind of funny because now, like at this point, we know in this episode, which Zip 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 was literally like two episodes ago. Yeah. So so it's been like two months. Two months. Yeah. From the first weekend. Yeah. So like we've gone in though, because two episodes ago would be like the starting of it. Then we got two episodes to get to now. Yeah. That's two months. Like, two months. That's a, like you really from the end of episode fourteen to the beginning of episode sixteen. It's two months for that one episode that we get in between. Yep. And so there's a whole bunch of stuff that obviously would have happened outside of that that we never get to see. We don't get to spend those two months with Victoria. No. You know, we don't we don't get any of that, which is a bummer to me. I wish we had gotten a bit more of that. But I, I was just thinking about that. I was like, man, that's yeah, kind of shitty. That's that's wild that uh they just kind of time jump that that fast with it. Yeah, you know. I mean, granted, they spent three episodes in the same weekend. That is very true. You know, so I guess they kind of had to if they want to keep on pace story. with yeah. with the actual dates. Cause they they try to keep the time frame the same as when the airing is. Yes. You know what I mean? And so in order to do that. You kind of do have to time jump if you're gonna spend three whole episodes in one weekend. That is you true. Know? You know, so it, it, it well, I guess it would technically be like probably like four or five days, about five days worth. But three episodes in five days—that's you know, you got you got to do some skipping around at that point. That is true. 
Uh, so Victoria notices that they are looking at some wedding dresses and offers to take her dress, uh, take them dress shopping as uh, she makes cakes for a lot of the big bridal shops in the area and could possibly get uh, her a discount, which, yeah, I mean, you take that shit when you can. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> though I doubt she's getting a discount for what happens later on. <clears throat> Just saying. Uh, Victoria then gets a call and, and walks away to take it. Uh, Robin, not happy that Lily invited Victoria uh, into their dress shopping day, uh, calling her Punky Brewster at one point, which I thought was funny. Uh, a lot of kids, Punky Brewster uh, was a show. You may know it now because I think they're doing it. I think they, I think, I don't know if it's out yet, but I think they're doing like a, either a reboot or like like a sequel series. First season's out. To, is it out? Okay. Yeah, I watched it. It was actually really good. Is it? A, it's a sequel, right? Is, is it continuation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's um, it's her as an adult. She's got, I believe she's got three kids, and then she takes on a foster. Oh, okay. Well, kids, go and watch the original Punky Brewster. <laughs> it's the same girl, too. Yeah, so that way, oh, that's cool. Uh, but that way you will understand uh, the references that happen there. Uh, anyways, Lily tells her that she needs to get over it, which she does. It's like, get the fuck over it, Robin. I, I'm, well, I'm tired of it. your shit. Because Lily, Lily explains it the best, too. She's like, you know, like, you're you're acting like you're not over Ted, but yet you're saying you are. Yeah. So like either fucking, this is that point where either you need to fucking go man up to Ted and be like, look, I'm really sorry that you're eating Victoria right now. I want your fucking dick deep inside me, and I want your loving. Or you need to fucking shut your mouth and forever hold your peace. One way or the other. It's a it's a phrase that they uh, the common colloquial phrase of nut up or shut up. Shit or get off the pot. Shit or get off the pot. There's a lot of them out there. Uh, but yeah, she definitely, she needs to. Because this this whole passive-aggressive bullcrap is is like, it's not a good look on her. It's really not. No. Uh, so Victoria walks back over to the table and reveals to them that she has just been offered a culinary fellowship in Germany. That's right. Uh, a long walk. And it is, in fact, Germany-Europe. As Ted needs uh, some, you know, explanation of later on. <laughs> uh, we flash to her with Ted. And he's shocked by the news, uh, and we find out that it's a two-year fellowship. Yeah, a long time. You know, they seem to like the two-year thing. We got two years in the Peace Corps, two years in the, in Germany fellowship. True, they, they like that. It seems. Well, I mean, a culinary fellowship. I mean. Depending on what you're going for, I mean, they tend to make those long anyway because they want you to get enough training, and they want you to be able to represent where you're going. Yeah, I mean, you know. No, I get that. Um, and, and you know, uh, if she's really interested in this donut fellowship, then uh, she'll she'll take it. <laughs> donuts. <laughs> donuts. Uh, then uh, or they they now have uh, a decision that they have to make. Um, and, and it has to, it really has to do with, you know, what will this mean for the relationship and, and where do they want this all to go? Um, they both agree that long distance doesn't work, you know, and they only have a few days to make this decision. So, you know, it's obviously something that they really have to think about. They decide that they're going to take some time to think about what they want and they're going to discuss it the following day. Uh, we then cut to a split screen between Marshall and Lily, both of whom are getting tailor fittings. Uh, when, when they hang up, we stay with Marshall. Ted is there. 
Uh, they are at Barney's Taylor. It's in the the back room of a pet store, apparently. Yeah, it's really which, weird. Yeah, which I think is kind of sketchy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Barney. You know, Barney's full of sketch, uh, especially in the early in the early stages. Um, and Ted is there being mopey about you know the whole Victoria thing, and Marshall agrees with him that long distance does not work. Well, Barney reveals that he's juggling four long distance relationships right now. Uh, and uh, I think it's hilarious because three of them are like in different places, like different uh, countries, but one of them is in New York and he's the one who is supposedly in a different country, which I think is hilarious. It's a total, total Barney thing to do. It is and a total Barney thing. We'll get into some, uh, some stuff like that in uh, the later uh, part of this episode when we do Barney's blog. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a bit about some of that stuff, which is gonna be pretty funny. Uh, so Marshall tells a story about when uh, Lily was at art school in France, and they had to do long distance. Uh, she was she was had this like uh, art thing in Paris that she did. Um, I think it was a summer. I think they say it was like a yeah, summer thing in Paris. And he went out to visit her, which I found. Interesting. It's like, damn, dude, you just got some money to drop to go visit her in Paris. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, shit, man. Like, maybe you should have been saving that money. Just right? saying. Um, and <laughs> apparently she had been talking uh, about, uh, as, as he tells the story, this uh, French guy named uh, Gabriel. And uh, <laughs> he has like this thin ass mustache. And he went when he went there to visit her, he got all up in, in this dude's face. And uh, and scared him off, essentially telling him uh, to uh, never to talk to, to Lily again, because uh, he would eat the mustache right off his stupid French face. Dude, it's <laughs> when I hear this side of the story, and then you hear <laughs> Lily's side. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, either <laughs> Lily never mentioned because she never he never says if Lily actually mentioned Gabriel. <laughs> Gabriel. Well, he like, no, he says that she talks about him, but. I'm assuming that means she never clarified that it was a girl in any way. Well, that's what I'm guessing. But I mean, even she says Gabrielle. Yeah. Actually, I think when she says it, she actually says Gabriella. And I'm like, how the fuck did Marshall not like. I think he hears what he wants to hear. I think that he was he was scared and nervous about her being out there in the first place. And then. He just hears about this person, and for some reason, instantly thinks it's a dude. It, it kind of parallels with the scene in Euro Trip, where Scotty's like emailing who he thinks is a guy, Mike, and oh, it turns yeah. out to be a sexy girl from you know, yeah, named uh, Mika. Yeah, Mika. Yep, yep. And it's like, okay, like maybe you should actually, and like the thing is, is like. I don't know. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's a hundred percent crazy. But continue. But uh, it wouldn't be uh, how I met your mother without a little crazy. That's uh, true. <laughs> well, Ted is unsure if Victoria is his soulmate because they haven't known each other for very long yet. This fucking dude's over here dropping love bombs on Robin on the first date. Yeah, like well, you the funny thing is though is in the same moment that he's he's admitting he doesn't know like that he loves her they start questioning like well how much do you really know about her yeah. is she a cat or a dog person and he's like well 
She's got to be a dog person because I don't like cats. Yeah, yeah. He go well, because he says I, I'm, I'm not attracted to cat people. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, I mean, really, dude, come on, get out, like, you got to get over yourself a little bit. Like, <laughs> you don't, you don't fucking know that. Uh, you, you want that to be the truth. Yeah, uh, but that's that's uh, you know not how it is. And with that, he decides to call Victoria to ask her yep. if she likes cats. Uh, and her response, I love, uh, hate the musical, love the animal. I thought that was great. I mean, who doesn't hate the musical? <laughs> All those families who sing it in Jersey Girl. That's who. Memory. Yeah. All alone <laughs> in the moonlight. We're getting movie references galore in this episode. I love it. We are. Just from us, not from the show. Uh, so I hope all you fans out there appreciate it. Listen, if you went and saw the shitty ass movie, then I am really sorry that you wasted about two hours of your fucking life. Well, I appreciate John. I appreciate you apologizing to me because I have seen that shitty ass movie. If you want to see a really good representation of Andrew Lloyd Webber's cats, then you go find the old school VHS. Yes, kids, we're referring to that black rectangle again. Yep. There was an old school recording that they used to like rent at Blockbuster. I know, kids, another reference you don't understand. Blockbuster was a place you used to go and rent movies before (laughs) streaming devices. Yep, you'd have to walk in, find a movie on a shelf. And hope it was in stock. Yes, and then you would pay a few dollars, and (laughs) then you would take it home, but then you would have to bring it back. You could not keep it. Yes, because you had to rewind the tapes. That's right. You can't um, just pop it out like a DVD. But yeah, there, there's a really good recording of Andrew Lloyd Webber's like stage show that they like did a really good job at like making it look good for the yeah. recording. Yeah, I, I've seen that. That was I, the first time I ever saw cats. Right, and it was the last time I ever saw the, the stage show. I didn't care for it, but uh, you know, me being a movie guy, I was like, well, you know, sometimes you just got to watch a shitty movie. So that I would you just like to point out that I am truly appreciate. The I am the musical person in our our friendship, you know, romance, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and yet, I have not seen Cats. Yeah, well, I mean, I again, need to stay away from that train wreck. Sometimes I like to torture myself with a bad movie so I can truly appreciate the good oh. ones, John. Oh, I did that once. It was called Gone in sixty seconds. Oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I'm sorry, folks. This is the very last episode of Last Call at McLaren's. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the last 16 episodes, uh, but I am done. <laughs> oh, man. Anywho. Here we were now. Uh, uh, yeah, so like I said, T- Ted calls Victoria. Uh, she says that she likes cats. He gets all mopey again about it because... He doesn't think he can fall for a cat person since she's since he's a dog person, which we learned that I think in the pilot uh, when they when he's yeah. talking about Robin, yeah, how she's a dog person. Um, Marshall tries then you know tries the suit on and, and he loves it. Barney tells him that he uh, should come and work for him. Uh, we don't at this point we don't know where Barney works. We don't know what he does. We don't learn that for a very long time. No, but before. I don't know if we even ever find out where he works before he works for GNB or becomes, because I don't know what the hell the place was before it becomes that. They don't ever tell you what it is before it's GNB. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't always that. And we don't really find out about the whole GNB until the red door episode. Yeah. 
because yeah. that's the first time. I think they might reference it like once before that, but that's the real episode where it becomes a staple because like GMB's everywhere and Marshall, you know, he's got the big interview coming up and yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. And again, for those of you who are watching and don't understand what we're talking about because you've never watched the show, why the fuck are you listening to this? Yes, spoilers galore. Uh, I hope that uh, I hope you've seen it because otherwise, I if not, I hope that spoilers don't bother you. I hope they only make you want to watch it more. Because yes. Uh, anyways, uh, Marshall still says no. He says that he has made up his mind. He's not coming to work for uh, Barney's company. Yep. Uh, Ted says uh, the same thing and says he's going to go and tell uh, Victoria to go. He says he's, he's going to tell her to go. You know, so that's made, the right thing to do. He's, he's also made up his mind, just like Marshall, and he's going to tell her to go. I think it's mainly because at this point he thinks – that she's not the one, you know, the whole cat thing. I think he's in his own head about it, you know, and, and, well, that, and he, he has knows d- deep down telling her to stay would be mm-hmm. like trapping her. That's true. But he also has this like very specific view of what he thinks the one is. Yes. You know, and it kind of is what Robin is. And I think that's why he holds on to it so hard. You know, because deep down, that's who he wants. And so he doesn't want to compromise and say, well, cat people are okay, too. Because that means that he could accept somebody other than Robin. Well, the thing that makes me laugh about it is he asked her if she likes cats. Yeah. Not do we have to own cats for a dog. Yeah. You know, like there's a possibility. Like Maybe she likes both. Maybe she likes both. She and like, he doesn't. He, he's not like. Do you like cats better than dogs? Because maybe she likes cats, but she likes dogs more. You he doesn't know. Right? He's just jumping to a conclusion here with little information. Yeah, and that's Ted for you. That that's is Ted. definitely Ted. Uh, so later that night, Ted and Victoria meet up for dinner. Uh, she hands him a cupcake. He looks at it, and in that moment, changes his mind and asks her to stay. Then. We kind of rewind, just like a VHS tape. Yep. <laughs> and we go back to the to the the scene with the split screen between Marshall and Lily from earlier. Uh, but this time we stay with Lily, and we get to see what's going on uh, with the girls at the same time. The girls' day. Uh, so Robin suggests looking at some dresses from up front, uh, but the lady who works there says that they're uh, you know they're a bit out of. Yeah. Price this pisses me off. Yo, dude, this off, was so You don't rude. know what their yeah. fucking spending limit is. Yeah, exactly. Like this is that whole um, was it pretty? Is it pretty woman? Yeah, is that what it is? Right, yeah. where it's like she gets judged and then she goes in there and fucking like drops some knowledge on their asses. It's like, come on, like I can I can honestly say, as somebody who recently just did wedding dress shopping with his little sister. The people who helped us were very professional, yeah. very open to helping her. And, like, there was a point when she was worried about trying on a dress because she was afraid she wasn't going to have enough money for it. And the, the lady was so sweet and goes, I can help you guys. She's okay. like, you know, let me look up this price here. Let me double check this. Let me cross-reference here. If I would have walked in and the first moment they would have looked at me, because I walked in in blue jeans and my Brody Lee t-shirt, 
<laughs> had they been like, no, you probably can't afford any of these dresses, I'd have been like, fuck it, we're taking our business elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you at all. Because, yeah, I, I hate... I hate when people assume like that because so, it's like, OK, maybe like in a, in a normal circumstance, she wouldn't be able to afford that. But who are you to say that she hasn't been saving for the last decade Yeah, for a wedding dress and has saved up the eight thousand dollars that this wedding dress winds up being? Or, you like, know, what we come to find out later on about Lily. How do you know she's not going to charge you up to like 13 different credit cards? Yeah, exactly. Like if it's something that she wants and she can pay for it. Like, why aren't you just trying to sell it? Like, don't be like, I don't know. That seems counterproductive to me. That does, because it almost seems like that's going to ruin a sale rather than yeah, be, like you said, it's it's counterproductive. Yeah, it, you know, because she falls in love with it and says, you know what? I'm going to find a way to afford this dress. Oh, Ooh, there you go. You got a big old sale. Before she even has a chance not to be able to. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, during this, they are drinking some champagne, eating some cake, which I'm assuming Victoria made and brought with. Uh, because yeah, they never kinda, actually tell you that. Yeah, it, it's her thing. So, because uh, she says that she makes the cakes for a lot of these bridal shops. Yeah. So I'm assuming that she just made this cake and I, I guess brought it with them. To just eat a giant cake, but I it's mean, a a chocolate raspberry cake, and that fucking thing looks good, man. I want to eat it. I want to eat it so bad. <laughs> a lot of things that I, that I want to eat, but that, that's was, a different story. <laughs> Robin, I wasn't gonna make the joke. I was trying to be nice. Robin asks Victoria, uh, what she plans to do uh, about her, and as she puts it, a donut fellowship. Uh, Lily, not happy with Robin's snarky attitude. Uh, she told her to, you know, put a cap on it, man. She's not doing that. So she's, she's not happy, but, uh, Victoria, she's not really picking up on all the passive aggressiveness, uh, that, that Robin is putting out there. Uh, and she, she just talks about how she's hesitant about the long distance. And, uh, Lily agrees, you know, uh, we, we find out that she feels the same that Marshall does about long distance, which I thought was interesting. Um, Victoria then says that she thinks Ted might be the one. And Robin, of course, trying to convince her to go to Germany, you know, but it's Ted, you know, it's Ted, John. It is, it's Ted. Come it's Teddy Westside. Teddy Westside, Dr. X, you uh-huh. know, <laughs> all that good stuff. Um, then Lily tries on a couple of ugly dresses. I love the first one. Because they're like, it's short in the front and long in the back. It's the mullet of wedding wedding dresses. (laughs) That was hilarious to me. I loved it. And I've seen people like buy those types of dresses. And I'm like, why? Like, what went wrong in your life that that made you think that that was a good looking dress? (laughs) I'm just saying. Oh. It's it's, it's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, Josh is uh, definitely putting some people in check today. Yeah, man, that shit's terrible. Uh, I don't care who you are. That shit's terrible. Looks wrong. Like, no. So are you don't. saying people who wear molds are wrong? Man, I love you. I love you. But that, no. I hope you never have a mullet again in your life. <laughs> only we'll one who it. should ever have a mullet is Billy Ray Cyrus, and that's it. He's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> 
he could he could have that right now and I wouldn't care. He might. I don't know. He grew but, his hair back up. Did he? Like he's he, got like decently long hair now. If he wanted to have a mullet right now, I'd be like, you know what? That's your thing. That's like your trademark. And that and you you can have that. No one else, including you, my friend. Oh, including you. This, you. what you got going on right now, that's your that's your look, and that's what I like to see. Yeah. Yeah. It would be weird if you actually like grew your hair fully out like mine. That would be weird, man. I don't know how how I would handle that. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it, it would be it'd be something else. Anyways, <laughs> uh, then uh, Lily decides to tell her side of the Paris story, and we find out that Gabriel was actually a female roommate named Gabrielle, and Gabrielle uh, stopped talking to Lily after <laughs> uh, she f- after all the stuff that Marshall did. Though Lily never found out why. You know, she yeah, said she's kind of funny that like she doesn't figure it out the connection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, she she you know she talks about how uh, you know she was real self conscious. She had about this little mustache that she had and everything, and so we're like, oh man, Marshall went there and just like just trounced on this girl for Pretty no much. reason. Like, oh, dude, <laughs> just completely I mean, ruined. Lily it. does the best like description. She's like, you know, she was homely. She, you know, she wasn't like the cleanest girl. Yeah. She's like, she had like this little, <laughs> this little mustache. <laughs> Which she I, was self conscious about. I and love Marshall. Like, I'll eat that mustache off your face. I love Marshall's reaction because, like, I didn't mention this before, but when he says to the guys, he's like, he was a little guy. I was like, I knew I could take him. He's like, I don't fight much, but I knew I could take him. Yeah. And then, like, I was like, I wasn't proud of this. I was proud. Yeah, he's like, honestly, he's like, to be honest, I wasn't proud of this. To be more honest, I was. And yeah. he just smiled. I was like, yeah, yeah, you would be. <laughs> um, so then uh, Victoria gets a call from Ted. This is the call that we saw, so we're seeing the other side of it, um, about the cats. Robin mocks her to Lily for being a cat person. I'm just like... You need to cut this out, Robin. Yeah, like, it's, it's like getting really petty. Yeah, and it's like you know that Lily is not okay with this, yet you are continuing to do it and doing it to like to her, like like right to her face. Yeah, it's like like I feel like that's just disrespectful to your friend, you know, who's asked you not to do this during this time. Like, just yeah. let it go, but she can't. Um, if Victoria thinks that Ted wants to get a cat with her. Because she hears uh, animals in the background, because you know they're in the back, back of a, a, pet, of store. a pet store, but she doesn't know that. Um, and then Victoria decides to go get a one of those front window dresses uh, for Lily to try on, and she uh, leaves. And when she does, Lily confronts Robin about the way she's been acting. Oh, Robin, yeah. Robin calls the fellowship a super important dessert scholarship. Just gets it, just gets more and more. Uh, passive aggressive from her, you know, goes from donut fellowship to super important dessert scholarships, just dripping with sarcasm here. Man, it's just all over the place with this one. <laughs> Never mind, I'll, I'll be clean about it. <laughs> then Victoria brings in the dress, and Lily is super excited. Uh, she runs off to try it on, and Victoria and Robin they begin talking. And Robin's actually nice to her here, which I thought was interesting. She's kind of nice. She's they they kind of almost even seem like maybe they'll become friends because Robin starts to almost like understand her, you know, uh, and, and kind of almost understand, like almost kind of gains like a kinship with her. It's weird that it happens so quickly 
here, but I don't know. It's, things just kind of flip for her right here a little bit. Uh, and Victoria decides that she's going to stay. I'm like, okay. Uh, so then Lily comes out in the dress, and it, it is a stunning dress. Uh, a beautiful dress. It looks great on her, but it is super expensive, as we learn. An $8,000 wedding dress. Oh, yeah. Ooh-wee. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> Don't think so. My entire wedding cost about that. Like the whole thing, everything. <laughs> so uh yeah let alone think to pay that for just a dress get out of here uh then lily goes uh to sit down and sits right on the cake now here's what i'm saying i'm like <laughs> does she not realize that there's not a chair right behind her like so she was just willing to sit on the table even if there was nothing on it like Really, you're just gonna sit on the table, yep. without looking. Well, here's here's my thing about this whole little spot right here. They saw her like turning around and then start to sit down. Why did none of the other two stop her? Yeah, she was backing up toward the cake. I think they were just too like in awe of the dress that they weren't even looking at the fact that she was backing up toward the cake. I mean, still, though, you've got to be, like, all about your surroundings when you're doing that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not like it was just, like, a basic, you know, white frosting cake that, you know, you could probably get it out and not notice a lot of it if, if it did stand a little bit because it's white. No, no, no. It's chocolate and raspberry, two things that do stain pretty, pretty, pretty well, and uh, especially the raspberry. And uh, so when and to make things worse, she gets up and then rips the dress. Ripped it. So yep. like, even if you could clean it, now it's ripped. And who knows if you could fix that? I, I have no idea. Uh, just completely, essentially destroying the dress. And uh, she says that she'll have to pay for it with her credit card, which is the first reference to her multitude of credit cards. That she yes, has. that comes back later on. Because she's obviously got enough credit cards to cover an $8,000 dress. She has enough open credit at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure this doesn't help <laughs> you later on down the line. But. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. But uh, <laughs> at least this is the one time where, you know, she does admit to, to Marshall that it happened. Yeah. Um, unlike a lot of the other stuff that she's been charging on those cards that we find out later on in the series. Um, but, yeah. So we flash to the restaurant. Uh, where Ted says that he wants her to stay. So we're back at that point in the episode. Uh, and then Victoria changes her mind in the moment. You know, she at the at the bridal shop, she had said that she was going to stay. And just like Ted changed his mind in, in that moment when he saw the cupcake, as soon as he said that, she changed her mind and said that she has to go. Uh, Ted is shocked, you know, as is Victoria. I don't think she – she didn't think she was going to say that. But in the moment, that's that's what came out. That's what she feels. And she asks Ted if he would ever consider moving to Germany. And he thinks that's crazy, which, I mean, I get it, but he could have he could have said it in a better way. He could have said that in a much better way, because honestly, yeah. I'm not going to lie. If I didn't have the life I had right now, if I was Ted Mosby in that instance for Victoria... Yeah, I'd probably go to fucking Germany for two years. Yeah, especially it's it's two years. It's not like, okay, we're going to go to Germany and live there forever. 
Yep. It's two years. I mean, shit. Later on, we find, you know, at, at the end of the series, Lily or not, yeah, Lily and Marshall and, and her, their family go to Italy for a year. They go to, you know, yeah. so it's not like, you know, it, like that's a thing you could do. You know, you go two years to be with the, this person that, that you claim that you might want to be with that, you, you know, whatever. And if it doesn't work out, just fucking fly back. Yeah, exactly. You know, just come but back that, home. That's the thing, though. So, I mean, at this point, you know, Ted's not doing anything with his life. Yeah. We don't even know. Ted is, if Ted's architecting at this point, it's not really talked about yet. Yeah. Um, For one, you can build shit anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. you. I mean, you could easily get uh, an architecture job in Germany, yeah. probably. You know? Two, you claim you really, really love this woman. That's the kind of fucking thing you... I mean, is it going to be easy, you know, disappearing for two years off of, like, everybody's radar? No. But cell phones exist at this point. You know, Marshall and Lily, they're going to understand. Barney's going to be butthurt a little bit, but... It's true. Yeah. And, you know, you could write to, you know, your friends and everything. And, yeah, like you said, talk, whatever. Like, you could... They could have made this work. Yeah. Um, Like, yeah, I don't know what Ted is doing... For a job, actually, yeah, because they don't actually tell you by the, at this point. Like, it's still kind of like, yeah, they don't, they don't even. I don't even think they reference him being an architect yet. I don't remember. Um, no, they do because during the party, he's holding oh, yeah. his T square. That's right. That's right. So yeah, I don't know if he's working for a firm or if he's just like freelancing architecture stuff, and that's how he's yeah. making a living. But yeah, you don't really know. Um, but the same is for Marshall, because he doesn't have a job right now. But I don't yeah. know. Has he not had a job for the entire 16 episodes that we've been watching? Right. I'm not sure. Well, we know? know that he was studying for his uh, law degree. Yeah, he was He was studying. So I guess that just means he was just in school and just not working. And so that means Lily was the breadwinner. Damn. You know? And covering, if he's not working, how's he covering his half of the rent? How's he covering anything? That's true. Because which makes me think she's been covering it, and that's one reason why she had no problem just staying there, yeah. whenever she wanted to. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you never really learn at this stage, at least, uh, about jobs, and that's one thing that I think. Even just throwing some lines out there, let us know so that we these questions are answered early on. I think that they should have done, but they did not. They didn't. Uh, so uh, Ted then says that uh, you know it sucks that they have to break up, and that's when it kind of gets real for both of them because that thought hadn't really uh, come up. You know, it's like, well, if we decide not to live in the same place, then that means we have to break up. Uh, you know, because yeah. neither of them think that long distance will work. So it, it's it's an instantly. It's like, well, I guess this means we're done. You know, and that that's that's wild. It sucks, and, and and it really just sinks in hard for both of them. Yeah. Uh, so then, back at the apartment, uh, Ted is telling Marshall about what happened uh, while Marshall is standing there in his new suit, kind of like acting like a model. It's hilarious. He's so well, he's so funny. confident. The suit just gave him all the fucking confidence. Well, it's not even about the confidence. It's that he's trying to get Ted to notice. That's true and too. Yeah. He's just kind of like. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> and I love how Ted's kind of like new suit. And he's like, I thought it was weird you hadn't said anything. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> and and it looks Ted. damn good on him, too. Ted fucking puts his leg up, and Marshall's like, new pajama pants? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's all Ted's got going on in his life, is pajama pants. Uh, he reminds Ted, you know, that Victoria's not gone yet, and that they should spend one more amazing night together doing air kicks and, and all kinds of shit. Yeah. Because if you were going to lose your leg tomorrow... Would you sit around being sad about it? Or would you go running and, and do air kicks and climb shit? Yeah, but I love Victoria's response to this. How is your like bad enough one like one moment that you're going to lose it, but then you're out doing air kicks and all this other stuff on it? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, so at the bar, uh, you know, Ted tells Victoria all this, and they decide to do all kinds of things together. All of that shit. All of that shit. But instead, they just have sex all day. It's okay. I mean... But he does not tell his kids that. I'm just going to say straight out. If you were with a woman as hot as Victoria, would you not spend an entire day in bed with her? Yeah. I mean, if that was the last day... Yeah. It's like, I don't need to... This buffet is open. (laughs) I don't need to do air kicks. (laughs) Air kicks are overrated folks i will do an air kick after a day of sex there you go that's what you can go and do a bunch of air kicks to like you know uh get your you know self your muscles back from laying in bed all day you, know? <laughs> you don't want to be atrophied from laying in bed all day right yeah you know uh so then we flash to a different time uh at the bar with lily and robin uh robin tells her that uh that she needs to tell marshall about the dress Lily says she's going to wait until he does something stupid instead. You know, then she could just kind of slip it in there. Yep. Marshall and Barney uh, are also there. Marshall brings over some beers and Barney brings up uh, the job offer again. Then uh, he hands Marshall his tailor bill for the suit. And the bill is $4,000. Yep. And that's the one third price. Because apparently it's a $12,000 suit. I mean, it's kind of funny the way Barney plays it. He plays Marshall like a a fiddle here. Dude. But but here's the thing that I'm like, a $12,000 suit that came out of the back of a pet store. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Apparently, though, he's supposed to get a free rabbit with the deal. I mean, (laughs) Barney, Barney mentions that earlier in the episode. He does. So I hope I hope Marshall got his. But you rabbit. never see the rabbit. You want to know why? Because it probably got fucking killed. Oh, I thought you were gonna tell me that the rabbit killed itself. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been way more entertaining. I'm just putting that out there. I mean, <laughs> I you wonder see, if the, you just the... see a rabbit just get get its hands on a on a gun. <laughs> There's a rabbit. Uh, unless the rabbit, like, unless the pet store, suit store is somewhere near the Chinese place that takes over, like, Lily's. Because then maybe they cooked it. Maybe. And it, maybe it showed up at their door on purpose because it wanted to fucking kill itself. There you go. Uh, so Marshall is kind of kind of pissed that Barney set him up, you know? Oh, yeah. He's livid about this. Uh, and he still refuses to take that job. He's like, at this point, he's just being defiant, you know? He's like, out of spite, he's saying, no, you know, screw you, man. You you did this to me. I'm not I'm not coming to work for you. Yeah, he's straight out. He's like, way. I'll find a way to pay for this suit. Yeah. And this is when Lily decides to tell him 
that she destroyed an $8,000 wedding dress. And he quickly changes his mind and takes the interview. Yeah, I love how he's like, so the interview's uh, in Barney's like, Nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we go to the airport. Ted and Victoria are saying goodbye. Uh, but before they go through the gate, Ted tells her that he wants to try this long distance thing. Yeah. Uh, she she agrees. They kiss. Uh, and he says that, you know, they'll make it work. But this is where future Ted spoils it all and says, but it didn't. It didn't. Just spoiling that whole relationship for the audience. And then this is where it just it cuts to the credits. And I was kind of pissed. Like, because I forgot that he did that. Yeah. Like, obviously, we know that it doesn't last because we've seen the show. The but thing is how much more impactful it would have been had that line not been there. Yeah. Could have just faded to black. Like, like he's like, we're going to make this work, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, you're right. And then if she goes, like, through the boarding gate, they fade to the black. Yeah. Think if they'd have played it out where like we never fit like like nothing's ever mentioned again, and then the breakup comes, dude. Yeah. You'd have been fucking destroyed. Yeah, because now you're sitting here like, okay, when's it coming? What's gonna cause it? You know yep. where you know. But yeah, I, I really I think it was a mistake for them to uh, spoil that. I agree. You know? I, I really I really do. Now, like because this is the first season, so we don't actually know. Um whether or not that's the mother. That's true. You know what I mean? I mean, he's telling the story, but I mean, you don't know how the story is supposed to end. You don't know like where he would wrap it up for his kids. Yeah. As far as you know, at the end of season one, he could reveal, well, this is the mother. And then they just tell more stories about their life. We don't know at this stage in the game. Um, So for them to spoil that like that, I don't know. I was, I didn't, I don't like that. Just well, that's one of the big things that always pissed me off about this show anyway. They spent nine years building up to, well, eight, because we find out about Tracy at the end of season eight. That's true. Um, they spend eight years to reveal her. The ninth season covering, like, how she ends up with the group, how the group meets her. There's a couple of episodes where they really focus on, like, she meets Marshall, she meets Lily, Barney. Yeah. There's the introduction to Robin, and then... There's her entire story of how she gets to Farhampton. They give us all of that in one season. We don't get to spend any time with Tracy at all, really. And then they fucking kill her. Yeah, but here's the thing. They have been, they had been, now most people, including myself, didn't pick up on it while watching, but they had been foreshadowing her death for like two or three seasons prior. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like they were setting it up and trying to get people ready for it without just coming out and being like, "Yeah, she dies." Yeah, they've been trying to get you ready for it, and some people just didn't see it. No, well, there's an episode specifically in season nine where it's the episode where Robin finds out her mom's not coming to the wedding, Mm -hmm. and or no, no, is it that episode? Because that's is it that one? It might be that one. I don't know. I think it is that one, but I think it's like future Ted was talking to Tracy and he's like, yeah, and that's when like her mom thought and like said she wasn't yeah. going to be able to come to, and she, he's, she's like, wow, what kind of mother wouldn't come to her own daughter's wedding or what, what kind of mother wouldn't be at her own daughter's wedding? And, and he Ted starts, starts to, get, to cry. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, come on. But they do it even before that. I like, know. 
where he but shows up just, where he shows up at her door yeah. 45 days before they meet yeah and he and just, just wants like, you know, to spend even 45 more minutes with you yeah and it's like that right there you're he's he's telling us that she's dead that's yeah. what that's what's happening there and and I'm pretty sure it happens a couple other times throughout the series like small I'm, stuff. I'm sure it does yeah. but like I said the thing that just really upsets me is like I really wish we could have gotten like Season nine ends. She's dead. Done a season ten where it's like Ted and Tracy just doing their thing. Yeah. I and it's gonna make me cry. So I'm gonna try to really hold in this emotion. It really bugs me that he finally gets to be with someone is amazing, loving, and understanding of his character is Tracy. Yeah. Just for her to fucking die. And he turns around and is like, well, kids. That's the story of how I met your dead fucking mother. Now, do you mind if I go fuck your Aunt Robin again? Because but I really need to fuck her. He never asks them that. No, they but that's exactly are the what ones. the story is about. Yeah, but he doesn't even know that. Because he, is not, he, he isn't allowing himself to know that at the I end. I know, but it's just... The kids are the ones who are okay with it and tell him, it's okay that this whole story has not been about mom. And he's like, what are you talking about? This whole story has been about Aunt True. Robin. And, and he doesn't want to admit that yet because one, he probably doesn't think that it's right. And two, True. I just, he probably would just in general, wasn't ready to admit that to himself yet. True. I just, I think the thing, like, I don't have a problem. I and mean, obviously we're jumping so far ahead, but whatever. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll talk about stuff like this for the next four years of this podcast. But um, I don't, I don't have a problem with them ending it the way they did. I have a problem with just not getting the chance to spend more time with her. Yeah. I just would have liked more, you know, like meter at the end, like, Instead of having all of that stuff and where she dies and everything at the end of season nine, we get a 10th season. So, like, we get all that stuff with her. Okay. Yeah. Through, you know, the meeting and everything. We get some, some, some of the foreshadowing for the wedding. And then we get a season 10 with her in it. And they can do stuff. And then they could have ended it that way. And it would, but, but the problem is if they had done that. It would have pissed people off more. That's true. Because then there, you would have really had an emotional connection to Tracy. There, there's, a, there's a way they could have done it and still made it better. So have her come in in season nine the way they did. Season nine, she's introduced. It's all this hoopla. Instead of killing her in the final couple of episodes and like Ted goes back to Robin there, they have season nine and normal. Like Ted and uh, Tracy are officially together. Season 10 picks up. Season 10 picks up with them, like, doing their thing. The mid-season finale, she's sick and in the hospital. Yeah. They come back, she's died. Like, you don't even give her an on-screen goodbye. You have Ted in the hospital with her, and when season 9 comes back from its mid-season break, she's dead. They're doing the funeral, they're doing the goodbyes, and then the rest of the season is how Ted is dealing with her death, and how maybe like how Robin helps him get through yes. it. Yes. Because like then it Robin could rekindle that. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end of it, like he's wrapping it up with like, and that was how I met your mother. See, that actually would have worked really well because you would have gotten all that time with Tracy. 
you would have been able to grieve with him as she died and then seeing how Robin and him truly should be together. Yes. You know, that I probably could have been more on board with instead of the way they did it. Yeah. I think I just have such an issue with it because of like, you get such a short amount of time with her. And you're like in that short amount of time of like the half a season she's really in. Cause she's not, I know she's in the whole season nine, but it's like bits and pieces. Yeah. And then like you get her for like two, three episodes. Yeah. But it's like, you get her for that little amount of time, but you grow to love her so much. And then they're like, yeah, she's dead. Like, and you're just like, wait, what? Like, okay. I mean, I, I knew that was coming though. Even the first time I watched it. I know, but still. So I, like I said, a lot of people didn't catch it coming, didn't figure it out. And so we're really taken off by it. Like I get that. I totally get it. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, that didn't happen for me, but I I get it. I understand why people don't particularly. That's why I never try to tell people you're wrong for not liking it. Yeah, because I get it. You know, I happen to be okay with it. I, I like it, but I understand why others wouldn't. So totally get it. But now that we've talked a lot about uh, you know <laughs> how this show ends, uh, let's talk about uh, the episode that we just watched a little bit. Um, John, what are your uh, overall final thoughts? On cupcake, I mean it's a it's a good episode, uh, considering it's the start to the breakup of Ted and Victoria. It kind of upsets me a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm Team Victoria all the way until Team Tracy, because you know, I yeah, I don't have a way to link her her initials. I was gonna try to do the TM, and then I was like, no. But I'm, I'm Team Tracy. I love her. Like. I mean, obviously, her umbrella. You can't spell team without TM, John. Ah, I like that. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the show doesn't exist without Tracy. Yeah. Like, I mm. mean, granted, it could have been Victoria hypothetically, but it wasn't. It's true. Um, and they gave us multiple, uh, multiple op- like times where I was like, "Oh, is, is it true. gonna be?" She keeps coming back. Maybe this will be the time. So. Like I said, this episode overall, like, I like this episode. Yeah. Um, It's a good episode for, like, you get to see, like, the struggles of Marshall and Lily and Barney's, like, creepy fucking hookups all the time. Yeah. But overall, it's it's just a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like this one uh, quite a bit. So, uh, yeah, that is season one, episode 16, Cupcake. Uh, now it is time uh, for the thing that we do every episode. Barney's blog. Barney's that's blog. Right. Yeah, that's right. Suit up, bitches. <laughs> I should. Ma- I need to make a little, uh, uh, like a little soundbite. Just saying, suit up, bitches. Maybe I'll, I'll see if I can just get some soundbites of him saying "suit up" a bunch of times. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so for this edition of Barney's blog, we have an entry titled "Launching a Thousand Relationships." Oh boy! And, and this aired. Uh, this was posted Tuesday, March seventh, two thousand six, at eleven forty one p.m. Uh, and what it does, it kind of goes through, uh, you know, Barney's thoughts on long distance relationships. Um, he has a little pro con list here. Um, then he, which is funny because like there's a bunch of pros. There's actually no cons. It's just one bullet that's got question marks, and that's it. 
his his pro list uh, says guaranteed sex, save money on constant dates, vastly diminishes chance of getting caught in bed with her friends, easy to break off via telegram, uh, offers I'm in a relationship excuse if ever caught in room of horny heifers, uh, exposure to new languages and cultures, and chicks dig dudes with girlfriends. Fair. Yeah. Uh, and so then he goes through um, and he talks about how uh, – because, ha- like, the, the very first bullet in that says guaranteed sex. And so he makes this uh, this line graph of uh, number of long-distance relationships uh, versus number of guaranteed sex partners. And it's just like a one-for-one line that just goes <laughs> continuously up, you know, because to, to him – it. It's a, like he said, it's a guaranteed sex partner. Uh, so for every long distance relationship you have, that's that's more people that you get to have sex with. That is true. Uh, and then he has a he talks about how it can be difficult if you have all these long distance relationships going on. Um, uh, he says, even if you're only maintaining like five or six of them, it can be difficult. So uh, he recommends keeping track of the like backgrounds and the ground rules uh, in like a spreadsheet. And then, so he has uh, his spreadsheet. It says, uh, here's an excerpt of the one that got me through the first quarter of 2006. Now in the episode, he talks about four different girls that he's currently in a long distance relationship with. Only one of them is on this list. Oh, wow. This, this is a list of seven that he's got. Only one of them is on this list, and the one that is on the list is the one that lives in New York. Oh, okay. Which I think is funny. So we've got um, Tiffany with an I. Uh, and it, so he's got their name, then pet name, where she's from, where the, she thinks he's from, where they met, and then some some like notes for each person. That's fucking smart. Right? So he's got Tiffany. Her pet name is Snooky, which I thought was funny. Uh, She's from UC Davis, uh, which is, I'm assuming, a college. uh, I think think UC is University of California, maybe? I don't know. Um, She thinks he's from Israel, where they met at Oktoberfest. And uh, his notes for her, thinks I'm in mandatory military service. Uh, do not call till 09. Huh. Yeah. So then he's got Joanne, pet name Cookie. So he's got Snooky and Cookie. Uh, she's from Chicago. <laughs> he's from South Africa in this one. They met on holiday in Barbados, and he told her that he was a pirate. Nice. Yeah. Then uh, Sadet. No nick, no pet name. Uh, she's from Stockholm. He's from Houston in this one. Uh, so he's you know, still from America, which I think is funny because like there is uh, another one. There is a couple others that are from America, and there are some that are international. So I think it's a nice little mix. Uh, he met her. Says first class lavatory, meaning like on a plane in the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he put down for notes. Just put down space program. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But okay. Like maybe he's in the space program. Maybe. I don't know. Uh Kelly S. Uh her nickname is Pookie. She's from Toronto. Pookie names. Yeah. He's from uh she's from Toronto. He's from Isle of Man, 
I don't know what that means. Uh, he they met at a Bacharach table at the Foxwoods, and he said his notes say use a British accent, North Midfordshire. So he has to do a British accent for that one. Uh, then we've got Carolyn. Is this Carolyn? And then in parentheses, line. So he's not sure if it's Carolyn or Caroline. Oh, okay. No, uh, no nickname from Portland, Maine. He's from Austria in this one. They met at aunt's funeral at her aunt's funeral. Uh, and it says, uh, notes, peanut allergy, dead aunt. <laughs> uh, then we have Hannah, uh, who, who nickname is muffin. She's from Dresden. He's from Shreveport, which is in Louisiana. Uh, they met on a Kenyan safari. And her note, his note is gets carsick. And then we got the one that he does talk about in the episode, Kelly R. Her nickname is Puddin' Pop. She's from New York. Remember, he says he's from, she's from like 34th yeah. Avenue or whatever. Uh, he's from Killarney because he's a humble sheep shearer from Killarney. They met though at Laser Tag. That's why great. this humble sheep shearer from Killarney is in New York playing Laser Tag. I have no idea. Um, he also, uh, he put down for the notes, have also wooed her as own twin brother, Samson. Oh my God. That comes up in another fucking episode. Yeah. That's why I, I saved that one for the end. That's it, really fucking funny. I thought that was, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, so yeah, that is, uh, Barney's blog for this, uh, episode. Uh, John, let everybody know where they can find you. Well, find me down here on Twitter. It's simply saying J1. It's the corresponding Twitter to my corresponding podcast for Simply Sane with J, the Not Your Mama's podcast. Also, don't forget to go and check out the corresponding blog to that. Um, I'm sure by the time you guys get to this episode, I'll have a few more more blog entries up there for you guys to read. Because like Barney, I'm fucking legendary. Josh, where can these people find you? You can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J P R A Y N O R, as well as right down here. My finger went <laughs> you too literally far. Literally stuck your finger in it. <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, uh, at movie blog, that's a whole different show, guys. That's a whole different show. At movie blog, Merck. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merck with Movie Blog. Uh, if you're watching this on video, you're watching it on the Merck with Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, click that little bell. So that we get all the notifications, uh, that you get all the notifications, actually. I don't get it. You said we don't get the notifications. No, just you guys. You get those notifications every time we drop a new episode. Uh, and uh, you'll be sure to check us out on Twitter for this show at last call H I M Y M. That's last call H I M Y M. You know, we'll talk about whatever you want. You know, you want to talk about pineapples, you want to talk about cupcakes, you want to talk about goats. We're here for it, guys. <laughs> you want to talk about ducky ties? Let's do it. Come on. I want to hear it all. Uh, but, yeah, be sure to check us out there uh, as well and hit and follow us on, on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, uh, I don't think I have anything else for him. John, what do you got for him? Well, you guys don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. That's right. Catch you next time. <laughs>